rolling. Angus and Dave here. And this is episode 100. And we had a cool show for you. You mother... That I deleted because we miss Adam. We went to Troutdale, Oregon, and we investigated the bottleneck well, of the shipping. Yes, we did. And we had a blast. And verified the VTEX. <laughs> and we made some great memories, didn't we, Dave? You deleted our whole trip except for one part. But we're going to share that one part with you today. <laughs> and we're going to talk about our most ingrained Christmas memories. And our favorite stocking stuffers. Plus shit we don't like about Christmas. And we'll probably go to Thrifty's. Holiday Haggis. I still can't believe you deleted everything again. Yeah, but the rumor is Adam's back. He is back. You yeah, know he's back. The listener didn't know I knew that he was back. Well, Adam's back. He is very sore at me. Because the dick's on his face. He said it wasn't even all just dicks on his face, Dave. Yeah, you're a cunt to him. Yeah, he said that was the main thing. Well, bless me drawing dicks on his face with permanent marker. Yeah. All right, bitch, let's dig into the show. It's a Christmas-themed episode 100. Right here on The David Angus Show. Nothing, Dave. You want to do a top five? Yeah, sure. This is David Angus. We're on our way back from Troutdale. Troutdale, Oregon, Vtex. That was eventful, wasn't it? There's no vortex in Oregon. It's a fucking. We had a great time. Nice folks for Vtex dwellers. <laughs> and not nearly as many purple hairs as I estimated. You stop. Actually, I think we're just starting. What are you talking about? Nothing. You were singing the praises of Troutdale, Oregon. Well, we went to Oregon and had a very eventful time. Met a lot of cool people. And the meaningful place to store those memories is in your mind, Dave. All the things that we experienced. Oh, fuck. You didn't record any of that, did top you? Top five things we dislike about Christmas, Dave. Go. What's your number five? Boy, uh, I would say commercialism. You would say some hippie shit like that. Well, you don't like the economy? Um, there's a lot of pressure and anxiety. I think a lot of it has to do with the spending. There's a time of year that most businesses make their money. I know that, but I feel kind of inundated by it. We like Santa, bitch. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. So the commercialism's a little bit much. Yeah, we get it, hippie. Number five. My number five is lying to Chitrin. Not a fan. Oh, I love lying to Chitrin's about most things, but not about Santa. Yeah, you're kind of hung up on that, aren't you? All I'll say is that if Santa ain't real, why not fight the sky? Right. So you like to lie to kids, but not about Santa. Well, the main reason that I don't like it as an adult is because I pay for the toys. Right. My wife writes Santa on the fucking card, but it's me. Yeah. How about that shit? Right. And Bojo's always giving the Chitrin the best toy from Santa. Oh, Santa. No, Dave, it's fucking me. It's patreon.com forward slash skycast is what it is, bitch. Fair. These Chitrin need to know, A, they are a shadow of their father's greatness. Oh, and it was my greatness that bought them that cool shit. Yeah. Not some Fig Newton of their imagination wearing a red suit. Did you say Fig Newton? Although it was us that put the goddamn Santa in their heads. Yeah, it is. But Christmas is fucking expensive. Yeah. And Santa's got enough PR and Angus needs his recognition. Oh, okay. Fuck me. What do you hate about Christmas Day? Um, I really don't hate anything, but my number four thing that I dislike about Christmas. Well, certainly not kissing ass because you're killing it. It's the waste. What you talking about, Dave? Well, I don't blame people because you got to package things, but there's a lot of packages within packages within packages and lots and lots of stuff. We like stuff, Dave. Uh, yeah, wrapping paper, and it's just like, wow, there's a lot of just stuff. There's not enough stuff. Let's do more stuff. Um, I love it all, but I mean, it still seems kind of wasteful. Well, that's some hippie shit. All right, my number four, ready? Yeah. Christmas music. I'm sick of it. I, I thought you liked Christmas music. No, I'm again it. No, that's like my favorite part. That's mainly why I'm again it. Because I like it. It's certainly an ingredient in my I hate Christmas music stew. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, ball fuck to you. All right, my number three. Mm-hmm. Well, every holiday season, they have car commercials. Yeah, they want you to buy car stuff. Yeah, but it's like a wrapped-up Mercedes as a gift. They're trying to entice rich cunts to put Mercedes in their stockings. Well, it's just kind of a stark realization, you know, as I'm spending $100 and feeling the pinch. Oh, uh, Dave wants to be a rich cunt. Uh, I'm definitely not the target audience for that commercial. They're trying to inspire you to pick your shit up by your shit straps. Right, well, I'm not a huge fan. Sounds like you're just jealous, hippie. Well, not really. Well, if you spice up your Instagram filters a little bit more, Dave, yeah. maybe somebody will get you a goddamn Mercedes-Benz for Christmas. Yeah, I'm not going to count on that. Maybe your girlfriend will get one for you, 
Dave. Nah, I don't want to talk about her. Oh, now you're sounding like Adam. I don't want to talk about stuff on a podcast. Nah, nah, nah. I kind of miss Adam. Yeah, well, you drew dicks on his face. Yeah, I heard he might be coming back to It's us. taking a lot of work to get the dicks off his face. Whatever. What's your number three? Oh, fuck. We're getting into the hardcore shit now. Right. My number three is something that Angus despises. Okay. I loathe the very notion of this shit. Okay. It's Christmas list day. Okay, why? They're cool. They are not fucking cool. Yeah, it is. It's nice to know what your loved ones want. Not when you got a lot of kids, Dave. Well, that's your fault. My wife just reads me a fucking book full of shit I can't afford. <laughs> right. And kids are encouraged to write down their dream items and shit. There's like ponies and fucking all sorts of crazy electronic shit. Yeah. There's this one game that a couple of my children want and it's got a fucking toy that comes with every fucking card and it's like fucking hundred bucks. Right. Fucking Christmas list. Society can suck in Angus's Christmas dick. Okay. We went to Santa the other day and they just fucking read off all this shit. It's like, God, that's like 500 bucks a piece. Yeah. These children have no mercy, Dave. Right. These children are Cobra Kai as fuck. Right. They're Cobra Kai on my personal net worth, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear it's that. It's fine. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast. Or check out scat cards. Might I encourage the scat sync card? It's numbered. That's cool. It's metal. Shut the fuck up, fucking Dave. What's your number two? Well, my number two of things that I don't really like about Christmas are going to the mall. Yeah, let's help put the death nails in that there, dinosaur. Yeah, I think I kind of liked them when I was a kid, but I don't understand them anymore. The internet killed the niche overpriced chain stores, Dave. Yeah, it did kind of. We're hurting Orange Julius, man. Yeah, that's true. And you know Cinnabon's sad. It's a comfort food. It probably needs a hug. Right. And God only knows how Kenny G's doing, man. <laughs> right. Someone should probably do a wellness check on Kenny G. Yikes, dude. All right, you done shitting on malls, hippie? I am. All right, time for an Angus. This is number two, weird food. Now, we've been down this road before. Fuck if I know, but what the fuck is a mincemeat thing doing in a cookie? I don't know. Why come you gotta fuck up cookies when there's sugar on the shelves, man? Get the sugar thing, not the mincemeat. It's from a different time. Yeah, when roadkill cookies were all the rage. Right, we know how you don't like a lot of food. Christmas is filled with stupid shit. Yams. Right. Fruitcakes and shit. I don't mind a good fruitcake. That shit is yuck as fuck. No. And there's some weird-ass candies in my family. I don't know if your family has this, but they'll just make candy. Oh, that's awesome. I love it when people make candy. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of cat hair in the candy I ate. Okay. I think one year some cat litter, that wasn't as good. Mm, probably not. And while I find peanut brittle to be quite delicious, oh, yeah. it's also the cause of several hairline fractures in my jaw. Okay. And also, I think the reason my dentist talks so much shit. Okay. So in the summationals, we eat some weird-ass shit on Christmas. Right. Honorable mentions. Let's do it, man. Well, I'm not a big fan of the conversation about happy holidays or Merry Christmas. What you talking about, Dave? Well, there's always some sort of contention. That's why I say happy Chris Kwanzaa. Well, somebody's just being nice and saying happy whatever. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah, but you're a filthy atheist. They're not shitting on your Lord. Well, if you say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, I don't care. Well, you're taking the Christ out of Christmas, bitch. I'm doing no such thing. It's Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Dave, not Happy Holidays of Latter-day Saints. Okay, well, anyway, what's your honorable mention? Buying shit. I feel like you've already mentioned that. It bears multiple mentions. All right. Also, fuck snow. I'm dreaming of not freezing my ass off this Christmas. <laughs> not to be outdone by my children buying me those pairs of socks I always get, but I no. think a warm Christmas would be a great present. Okay. Can we start the chlorofluorocarbons back up again? Shit. Absolutely not. Weak shit, Dave. Yeah, yeah, time for our number one. I'm here for it, unless I open the store and roll the fuck out. I wish it would. How dare Dave? Right, well, my number one thing that I don't like about the holidays is the driving. That's fair. I love snow on Christmas, but I don't like the driving in snow on Christmas. Well, make up your mind. You're sending mixed signals, bitch. Yeah. All right, my number one, ready? Yeah. The thing that I dislike about Christmas is I think one of the things I like most about Christmas as a children. Yeah. It's Christmas break. No, why? It's like a mini summer vacation. My children are just everywhere in my face. Well, we gotta go out and do family shit. You should love that. Yeah, well, I don't. You love your kids. From a distance. Right, well, that's our top five Christmas things that we dislike. Yeah, and if you guys know Kenny G, you should probably run by his house. Yikes. Also, the red light means record or the green light? Holy fuck, did you not record that? I'm pretty sure I recorded what we just did, but I think the stuff that we did in Troutdale... Oh, you fucking... Yeah, I miss Adam. Oh, oh Dave, breathe. I don't want to breathe. In through the nose, out through the mouth, but... Oh, but I shove my foot up your ass. Come on, Dave, it's Christmas. Top five Dave and Angus top five Favorite memories about Christmas or some kind of shit? I don't know. Top five Dave and Angus top five for you, for you. 
Angus and Dave here, investigating the Haggis situation. I can't believe we're still allowed here. We're at Thrifty Scotsman, and Adam is back. I want to be the podcast. Now, right, you can shut the fuck up if you Please didn't want to. Talk to me. I do need to say, Adam, that the dicks on your face are pretty much gone. Stop. Please don't talk about me. Right, right. We've reconciled. Things are good now. Right, but he doesn't want to be talked about in the podcast. All right, all right. Well, at least I don't have to push the button no more. Oh, you fucking yeah, I sure am. All right, top five shit. Now we're doing our own personal Christmas memories. Good or bad, right or wrong, is the things that are most ingrained in our cranial noodles. Right. So while we await our delicious meals, um, and I enjoy the remnants of dicks I drew on Adam's face. Stop. Last time, last time, Adam. I'm sorry. Yikes, dude. Yeah. All right, we're going to get some of that nostalgia mean. Dave, you got your number five? Man, one of the most distinct memories I have of Christmas is making a plate of Christmas cookies for Santa Claus. All right, that's dumb. Well, my mom and I would get together and we'd make cookies and fudge and Boston tea cakes. The Russian tea cakes, Dave. Well, those little powdered sugar things. I'm following. And there was something fun about putting a plate of food down for somebody that was going to come down the chimney, yeah, I guess. An intruder. Well, the whole idea of it was fun. My mom and I had a good bonding experience. Wow, that's some weak ass shit, Dave. Whatever, shut the fuck up. My parents couldn't keep me from eating that plate of cookies. We had more respect for Santa in our house. Your dad ate that shit, Dave. I know. I just remember putting the milk down and, you know, being optimistic. Whatever, dude. The best part of that whole scenario is floating cookies in your milk. You know, when you're drinking the milk and you got the fucking little soggy-ass cookies in that shit, that's delicious, bitch. Okay. But the rest of your shit's ridiculous. Yeah, what's your number five? I never thought I'd say this, but I miss the drunken brawls. What? My uncles would come over and they would get tea rash. Okay. And then my dad would just start punching. Okay. It was always over the Seahawks for some reason. Yeah. And it was just nice to see Christmas destroyed. Okay. When every other year somebody needed stitches. Wow. Seemed like there was always somebody getting thrown through that sliding glass door. Okay. Ah, memories. Yeah. Good times. Highly dysfunctional. It was just humans being humans at the primal level, Dave, you know? Yeah. Being cunts. Right. To celebrate the Lord. Okay, my turn? Yeah, Dave, let's go. Right. Strangely enough, my number four is family and uh, the reunion kind of aspect of Christmas. You kiss ass. It's pretty much exactly what you said, except for without the punching. It's the punching that makes it not kiss ass. These are my memories. Kiss my ass. Whatever. Your family didn't punch? No, not really. No shattering of the sliding glass door? No. Or they just sit around and hug each other or some shit? No, they play board games. What? And, yeah, card games. God damn, if my family incorporated card games, there would have been shooting. No, it was fun to see all the cousins and both sides of my family would come. Weak ass shit. I, I remember just having a great time. Pathetic. All right, number yeah, four yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, go. Oh, this one's pretty hardcore. Oh, boy. Every time I hear sleigh bells, I remember the lie. Okay. The lie of Santa. Right. When I realized that my mother's handwriting was the same handwriting that Santa had. Yeah. I also noticed that my Santa was obsessed with Jose Canseco, similar to my mom. Don't start. I feel like every show has an opportunity to say, fuck Jose Canseco, Dave. Yeah, yeah. But when I discovered old Saint Nick was a filthy, filthy lie that my parents had perpetrated upon me. Oh, boy. It fractured my trust circuitry, Dave. Okay. I broke an Angus down. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It was at that moment that an Angus decided to fight the scam. But your parents? They lied to me for years. To bring you joy. Passing pleasures is nothing to a lifetime of betrayal. It was meant to make the holidays fun. Well, it taught me that adults are cunts. Well, then you got a valuable lesson. All valuable lesson in your face, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Number three for me. Ready? Betrayal day. It was Michael Jordan playing on Christmas. I think he did it six times. Well, kiss ass. I think it was 1992. He had 42 points. It was a cool game. We did get to see some of the greats. Yeah, but there was something really cool about having Michael Jordan on during Christmas. It was a way to distract yourself from all your family hugs, Dave. Yeah, well, 1990, 91, and 92. I remember those three years in a row we got to see Michael Jordan. You sound obsessed. No. Sounds like you're going Jose Canseco on Michael Jordan, Dave. I don't want that to be a thing. Never go full Jose Canseco, Dave. It tears families apart. Okay, moving on. Number three for you. Right, Grandma died on Christmas Day. Yikes. That's my number three. I remember that. I was nine or ten. Yeah. And it was my dad's mom, and I remember when he got off the phone, he was just sitting there in his pajamas that had a hole in the crotch. Yikes. And it was the 80s, so he just let his dick and balls flop out in front of all us children. Oh, boy. And we were getting ready to open all the presents in the tree, and we're like, Grandma died? Wow. And he's like, yeah, let's open some presents. Oh, wow. Yeah, his emotions didn't change at all, Dave. Yeah, your dad's a hard man. Well, it's funny that you say that, because although there was no emotion on his face, yeah. that crotch hole in his pajamas was a window to his soul. What? There was a sadness in my father's exposed dick and balls. Yeah, I feel like it's time to move on. Sad wing. Definitely move on. Kind of defeated in a way. So my number two. 
Just dangle in there. It's Christmas specials. I just love them so much. The 80s were weird, Dave. Now, we talked about our favorite Christmas specials. Yeah, probably multiple times at this point. But overall, I look forward to this time of year for the Christmas special. Nostalgia mean. It's dopamine for your feely bits. What? I'm just saying you sit around all year waiting for the Grinch to come out so you can feel good. Well, there's something comforting about it, I guess. You know you can watch the Grinch anytime you want to. It feels like it's best when it's this time of year. Yeah, starve yourself with the nostalgia mean. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. What's your number two? Well, the year was 1988 or 89. I think 89. I opened up my stocking and inside it were some Nintendo-based things. Okay. But I didn't own a Nintendo, but I wanted one, but I did not have one. Okay. Now, the opening up a game in my fucking stocking was kind of like, huh? Exciting. It would have been, but I looked over at my father. Probably eating beans. He was. Had that crotch hole going. Right. And I said, Dad, what's this for? And he said, your cousin has a Nintendo, so you can go over to his house and use that game. And I lost my shit, Dave. I got lost in my father's ruse. Uh And after a tantrum, I opened up the Nintendo Entertainment System, Dave. After ruining Christmas. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like half my siblings cracked. Yikes. I think that year my dad threw himself through that sliding glass door. A lot of things happened to that door. Weird. But after things settled down and I opened up the Nintendo Entertainment System, Dave, holy shit. It was a special feeling. It changed my life. And I never went outside again. No, never. Uh, Honorable mentions, right? Let's do it. I've always been a fan of the parades and the festivities around Christmas. That is weak ass shit. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Parades, Dave. Yeah, the whole city would come out and then we'd wait for Santa at the end. Dumb. It seems like there's less parades these days. It's because video games are kick-ass. Why would you go outside? Right. I also love the snow on Christmas and hot chocolate. Yikes. Plus peppermint flavored everything. You can get peppermint anytime you want. Well, like snow, Michael Jordan and the Grinch, it's better during Christmas. Mm. Although I should say, statistically speaking, Mm. Michael Jordan had a lower average points per game on Mm. Christmas Day than he did for his career. I see. Who cares? I think it was 91. I think he only had like 14 points. All right. How many points do you think you could score in the NBA, bud? Probably zero. Yeah, so shut up, bitch. Okay, whatever. What's your honorable mentions? Well, when I was a chitron, I always liked how half-assed the school went when it was Christmas time. Right. Everybody knew a big-ass vacation was coming, so the teachers were like, we're not doing shit. Right. It was just art projects and watching movies on a vacuum tube TV. that's what we had. They just cart that fucker in, and it's like, it's a Christmas story time. Great movie. And that was like the day after Thanksgiving. Right. So for me, having no school and half-assed school was a good time of year. Indeed. Also, surprise, I gotta put Christmas parades on my list. What? Yeah, they're great, Dave. You're just giving me shit. Yeah, because I suck, Dave. I'm just kidding. That's stupid, weak shit, Dave. Well, stop saying my name so fucking much. Whatever, bitch. What's your number one? No, it's a tie. Since it's Christmas, I'll allow it. We agreed before we did this. I'll allow it. I will say the music. You can listen to it any time of year, Dave. It's better when it's the holiday it's based around, but tied with decorations. I love Christmas decorations. My mom cut out pictures of Jose Canseco and put Santa hats on them for like four years. Yikes. So those are my number ones. Well, that leads me to my number one, and I would have to say it's marketing. That's the most memorable thing about Christmas. It's those fucking Coca-Cola polar bears, Dave. I see. There's a bunch of Folgers commercials and commercials with Keebler elves and Energizer bunnies, and it's in there for good. Okay. There's nothing I can fucking do about it. Okay. That shit's shaped in Angus. The Coca-Cola polar bear shaped you. Oh, the baby's so cute, Dave. Right. And that holiday Folgers commercial brings you to your knees, bitch. Okay. Well, that's our top five. I was gotten by the skin when I was young, Dave. Right. Well, I think our food's ready, so I'm going to go get it. No, man. Have Adam go get it. I'm a podcaster. I'll go get my own food. Adam, just go get my food, Adam, and ask him about the holiday haggis. No. Top five. Favorite things you find in a Christmas stocking for some reason here. Top five. David Angus top five. For you. For you. Angus and Dave here in the Scatcast studio. Yeah. Trying to avoid the office timber wolf. Yeah. And we're doing our top five best stocking stuffers for Christmas. And there's not that many things that go into a stocking. No, but this is the list that Tim gave us. Right. And so we begin, bitch. What you got for number five? Well, I'm a fan of the Hershey's Kisses and the M&M's Candy Cane. Throwing a tie at us right out of the gates. Yeah. Amateurish. What? Sophomore. Will you shut up? What's your number five? Well, I gotta say, I don't see them the rest of the year, but those big-ass candy bars that just show up. What, the big chocolate bricks? Yeah, it's like cookies and cream, Christmas chunk. Yeah. And by the time you're done eating that motherfucker, you're back to 
is broken. Okay. And you never seek out that candy bar again. Okay. All right, what's your number four, bitch? Candy canes. All right. I don't know why, but that feels pretty kiss-ass. It might be your face. All right. Well, I like candy canes of all flavors, but of course, the peppermint is the number one. It triggers the nostalgamine. And I like the look of candy canes hanging over the edge of a stocking. More nostalgamine. Yeah, so candy canes. All right. That's weak as shit. That's the least valuable thing in a fucking stocking. Not to me. Whatever. My number four. Ready? I don't know. It's something cool, so probably not. Yeah. But a gadget. A gadget. Yeah, we usually get the kids something small, a little gadgety thing like a reading light, just mm. in case some of them know how to read. <laughs> right. I just got my fingers crossed. Right. But you get a cool little gadget in your sock, that's a cool sock. I guess so. And being in the sock makes the gadget cooler, because standalone gadget has its own present. That's good. It's got to be a fucking great gadget. Okay. When you get a reading light as a standalone gift, it's kind of like, oh, so you guys were at the impulse part of the Walmart, all right? Yeah. But when it's in the Christmas stocking, it's like, look at this Christmas stocking light. Okay. It'll be broken by the end of the day, but it's satisfactory for now. All right, on to my number three. Let's hear it. It's that orange-flavored chocolate ball. Oh, you would say some shit like that. Well, I've talked about it before. Those two flavors are so fucking weird. I like orange and chocolate. It's good. It's like cocoa and ketchup or no. pixie sticks made out of Tabasco sauce. Yeah. Horseradish Mountain Dew. Okay. Liver and onion flavored cotton candy. All right. Yam flavored yams. Yeah, yeah. I like the orange flavored chocolate. You got bodies buried in your house, don't you? Shut up. What's your number three? Check out this contrast. How about a video game for the win? Oh, yeah, yeah. Certainly more exciting than candies that don't make sense. See you. You're in my sandbox, bitch. Yeah, yeah. So video games. I've had some mighty fine experiences with video games in my stockings. That's expensive stocking stuffer. Only the best for an Angus. You put video games in your kids' stockings? Fuck no. This year they're getting refrigerator magnets. Okay. That counts as a gadget. All right. On to my number two. Spill it. I always liked the orange that you would get. Goddamn, Dave. You're the reason we get stupid shit in our stockings. You like all the dumb shit. That's your number two? Yeah, I don't know why, but I really appreciated the orange at the bottom of the stocking. That shit's just filler, bitch. Right. Well, I liked it. Have you no shame? Check out this yeah. contrast. Number two. Yeah. Tobla fucking Roan, bitch. Okay. Yeah. I first learned about the Tobla Roan from a Christmas stocking. That makes sense. You can't have a Christmas stocking without some Tobla Roan. That might be a rule somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'll flip my shit if I don't see a Tobla Roan. That checks out. Flip my shit. Yeah, even in a hotel room, I've seen that. How can you call yourself a hotel without some Toblerone? Right, well, honorable mentions, I, I would say the small present thing is pretty cool, and socks and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with socks, too, however underwhelming they are. At least I get something for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, most of the kids' art that's made in school, like macaroni shit's made for my wife. Right. Not that I want that shit anyway, Dave, but you know. Okay. After spending, like, 5k on my kids and my wife, I get, like, you know, some socks in my sock, and that's my present, you know. Your present is the joy on your children's faces. Oh, fuck them kids, I like video games. <laughs> right, alright, time for number one. Now, let's hear it, kiss ass. I would say a great stocking ever this season would be scat cards available at scatcast.com oh that's a kiss-ass mother load there's a 2023 collector's rookie set i'm in that shit or the booster packs where you can get the dark halifax card there's a dark angus card now all sorts of special cards including doodle cards you turn this into a commercial bitch there's even a chance you might pull a scat saint card little bitch is heavy it's stainless steel and it's numbered out of 100 you done with your commercial the 2023 scat cards we're almost out of them. Oh, but there'll be more now, 2024 cards coming soon there's a dark angus now now the dark scat series and there's a regular angus and a dick kicker card yep. and a kirk my hammer card now you can complained enough to have four cards in our first set. Yeah, now it's time for my number one. You ready? Yeah, what's your number one item to have in a Christmas stocking? A puppy, preferably a beagle. A puppy? A puppy, Dave. Fuck you. No. All right, Angus is convinced that these stories that he told his children last year are classics, holiday classics or some shit, so here's Kevin the polar bear. Sorry. All right, you two little shits, you ready for a bedtime story? Yeah, Kevin. You want a story about a teddy bear, huh? Yeah. Well, how about I tell you a Christmas story about the little polar bear that saved the day? No, teddy bear. It's polar bear or nothing. Polar bear, teddy Once upon a time in the place where polar bears live, there was a very young polar bear named Kevin. Kevin. That's right. And Kevin was in the middle of several of his cub siblings. And at this point in his life, he was kind of resenting them, you know? Kind of like how you guys are going to be. Okay. And definitely how your brother R.C. is. He's poopy. Yeah, he's a real monster right now. But back to the story. One day after Kevin had a little fight with his cub siblings, he and his mama bear had kind of like a problem. You're being a real piece of shit, the mama bear said, and she locked him in the attic of the bear cave. Ah, oh, but ah, oh, little Kevin said. But in the attic, he stayed. And in the chaos of some bullshit, yada yada, Chris 
Christmas, the family of polar bears went on vacation and they left Kevin in the damn attic because they forgot him. They forgot Kevin? Yeah, but don't be sad for Kevin. Kevin was happy as shit. Okay. When he realized that all his family was gone, he was like, party time. He's party. No, not party time. He just, you know, ate all the stuff he wasn't supposed to eat, ice cream and chips, mm. watched movies he's not supposed to watch, mm. shaved and whatnot. But the next afternoon, he noticed that there were some bad bears hanging around the cave. Holy shit, we should steal from this cave, one of the bad bears said. Yeah. yeah let's come back later tonight, the other bad bear said. Oh, no. But little Kevin overheard them, and he wasn't about to let those motherfuckers break into his house without a fight. Kevin. Oh, he put together some wicked shit. Booby traps you ain't never seen before. Stuff like out of the jungles of Vietnam. Hmm. Kevin the tiny polar bear was somehow tapped in with military strategies and tactics. Oh, and when Kevin. the bad bears returned, every time they tried to make a move to get inside the cave, the bad bears were burned, oh. beaten, yeah. stabbed, bludgeoned, bloodied. They had shit done to their balls. And oh. one of them fell down the stairs and had a spike go up his ass. Now, nice. Remember, these are the bad bears. No stab. Now, the problem with these bad bears is despite the beating that they took, they ended up seeing their pain as a personal plight and they wanted to kill Kevin. Oh, no. And eventually, the two bad bears catch Kevin. Watch out, Kevin. And one of the bad bears is like, you fucking mangled my balls, you little shit. Mm. And just as they were about to eat Kevin the little polar bear, mm. a completely unrelated ninja bear that was just in the neighborhood comes out of the shadows and he cuts the heads off the two bad bears. Oh, yeah, he sliced them off clean, too. Cool. And Kevin was like, wow, just in the nick of time. Thank you, ninja bear. But ninja bear didn't say shit because he was cool like that. Quick. And then Kevin just partied for like another week while the parents were out of town. I got party, daddy. No, not party, party, party. I got party. Right, well, when the parents returned, Kevin was like, hey, I missed you, but now I'm going to train to become a ninja bear. And then he became a ninja bear. And one day when you're ready, I'll tell you the story of Kevin the ninja bear. I got party. Now, I told you a story. My parental interactions with you are done unless there's a fire. All right, goodbye. Good night. I love you. All right, here's another Christmas story that Angus thinks is a classic, and good luck talking him out of that shit. This is his terrible, terrible version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Sorry to our mamas. All right, shut your pacifier shoots. It's story time. Yeah, we want mom to tell you. Well, your mama don't love you no more, so I'm telling you. Okay. All right, since it's Christmas, it's time to tell you the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You heard that one before? Yeah. All right, good. Here, once upon a time, there was a deer, and his name was Rudolph, but something was fucked up about him. What's wrong? It was a stupid nose. What's wrong with his nose? Instead of a normal reindeer snot vent, old Rudolph was born with a light bulb on his face. Wait, what? Yep. That's right. It's the story. It's how it goes. Okay. There was a big fucking red light on his face. And boy, it looked like shit. The other reindeer made fun of him pretty good. Mm. And he was refused entrance into the reindeer games. Oh, and he would often go home to his parents and cry. Mommy, daddy. He would whine to his mommy and daddy deer. Why won't the other deer play with me? And the father deer said, it's because you're different, you weirdo. You should conform yourself to the others. And so they painted Rudolph's nose black. And slowly but surely, Rudolph was able to kind of just hang out with the other deer. Yeah. yeah, but he was awkward. And the other deer had already kind of formed a bunch of clicks, and then a bunch of shit happened, blah, blah, blah. Reindeer high school. Rudolph has to go to the prom with his mom. Then after high school, Rudolph gets a job at the gas station. Then he starts a band with a polar bear, a penguin, and an abominable snowman. They've got a rehearsal space, but they're not very good. Rudolph kind of dabbles in drugs a bit, and the world just keeps on spinning, Chitron, you know? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, Rudolph takes the paint off his nose, and he's like, fuck it, I'm me. And the other reindeer are like, well, you suck. And Rudolph never got invited to shit. And hell, it was even hard for him to get a job. And like all lead singers of bands, if he hadn't had a girlfriend, he would have been homeless. Lucky for him, he was hung like a reindeer. What? Now Rudolph's life was kind of going to shit. His band broke up and his girlfriend threw him out on Christmas Eve, no less. Mm. And just while Rudolph was at his lowest, fixing to drown his woes in a bottle of Ripple, he got a call from Santa himself. Santa. Santa said, hey, you still got that dumb nose? And Rudolph was like, yeah. So Santa said, you should guide my sleigh tonight. And then how the reindeer loved him. And he shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer is only loved when it's convenient. And Rudolph led that fucking sleigh so good. Yeah. And he got all the presents to the good girls and 
boys. And then afterwards, he got some notoriety for his band, and they toured around the North Pole. But eventually, drugs got to him, man. They really did. Mm -hmm. Forced him into an early retirement. And although he was able to live off the residuals of his autobiography, The Rudolph Story, My Life with a Red Light Bulb on My Face, with a foreword by Blitzen. But old Rudolph never really found his place in the world after that one night. He did get a gig as a spokesperson for a local Ford Mercury dealership, but he ended up fading into obscurity. And it's said that one night, Rudolph went into the woods drunk, and he was shot and killed by the same son of a bitch that killed Bambi's mom. And he was processed into some pretty decent steaks, jerky, and sausage. The end. And they didn't like that. Merry Christmas, Chipton. Now go to bed. I have had enough of this. Enough. Thanks, Dad. Who said that? I guess why the fuck did you do that? What? Adam was just standing there. He needed a snowball in his face. You clocked him right in the jaw. The good news is I probably knocked the last remnants of the dicks I drew on his face off. Now we just got him back. Whatever, Dave. My windshield had a bunch of icy snow on it, and so I sent it to Adam's face. I think he's hurt, for fuck's sake. Here. Today was literally his first day back. I was trying to instigate a harmless snowball. Fight, man. Did you put a rock in the snowball? No, but it was a well-packed ice ball. What the fuck is wrong with you? My car snowed in. So you attack Adam with a snowball to his face. Dude, you were underplaying the important aspect of this. What? I was far away. Yeah, you fucking hucked that thing. Well, I was aiming for his face. Man, you hit his face. I'm fucking amazing, Dave. Yeah. This is way better than me nailing garbage into the garbage can in the office all the time. You missed 90% of the time. That's what I'm saying. It was way better. I was one for one. All right, well, thank you for listening. Thank you to our producers. Are you guys sending in cool ideas? Thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Yeah. No, not ma'am. I said ma'am. Thanks to the trusted turd triad of Don Fisher, Chris Brooks, and Bodhi Sanyata. Thank you to all the trusted turd herders. That's our social media army. Huge thanks to the meme army killing it. They bring it. Thank you to PJ and Minibug, our subreddit regulators. Yeah, big time. And to all you folks that are going on to other pages smearing the scab. Yeah, we appreciate all of you. Lieutenant Memes, Captain Dick Kicker, Sponies, Deja, Lynn, the Millies. Thank you. Alan at the Garbage Disposal. Our friends at the Macabre Emporium and the Poe. Man, Road Kill's back in town. We get to go hang out with him. Yeah, he's not allowed to hang out with you. Oh, but come on. Yeah, huge thanks to all of our patrons. Thank you for the Toberons. Order of the Elder Turk cards and order of the cat asterisks cards are coming soon to you. That's weird talk, Dave. I've never heard talk like that so weird. Now, huge shout out to our $100 a month Fat Cats, Matthew Pernar, Jason Clayson, Lucifina Lightbringer, Donald Fisher, David Carpenter, Justin Hooper, Ryan Myers, Joe Labardi, Shauna Johnston, Mr. James Lou, and Michelle Betts. We've got special Fat Cat cards for all of you. Yeah, they're crazy. They're made of gold. They're not made of gold. They look like they're made of gold. They do. Will you get in the car? Actually, I was thinking of waiting for Adam to come back outside. Don't you fucking dare. Don't you want to see if I can go two for two? No. Robert his face. Will you just drive me home. I'm already kind of concerned that you're driving. Oh, that's right, bitch. Strap it. God damn it. It's Well, we've got some things to say about some shit. We'll sing some songs, do interviews, and pee against the wind. It's Show right now, let's go. Yeah. A bing and a bong and a poop. Not my face. Yeah.